Saturday, September 4th, and you know what that means. It is time. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, the Demon, Jeremy Pierce. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Um, I'm excited because All Out is tomorrow. And, uh, you know, that's one of, if not the biggest show AEW puts puts on. Um, they like to say it's usually double or nothing, but I like to say it's All Out. It's their WrestleMania. It's their um, Bound for Glory. That's that's according to me. They still, you know, obviously they, they say it's double or nothing. But here we are. Here we are. Last week we looked at the NXT rebrand, the upcoming rebrand of, well, the brand. Um, what to expect, what we hope to get, hopefully what we don't get. And we got a little bit more news about that, but today... We're going to be looking at All Out, the match card, previewing uh, the matches, the stories leading up to said matches, and effectively choosing a winner. Um, some of the winners are probably a little obvious, um, but that's that's okay. We don't need surprises all of the time. But for now, you know what's next, so go on and hit my music. So, Paige. Um, Paige's contract is actually ending sometime around next June. And the biggest thing is that she does not want to give up her Twitch channel. As you all know, she is making a lot of money on Twitch. She's actually making more on Twitch than she actually is on her WWE contract. As you know, she has to retire from wrestling right now, but she probably will be back. Um, she's actually hoping to face Sasha Banks in a potential comeback. I mean, she Paige had to retire because of her neck, and if Edge can come back, if Daniel Bryan can come back, then why not her? And I have all the faith in the world that she can come back. She's young. She's not even 30 yet. So there is still hope and there is still time. Paige also really hated um, Becky Lynch squashing Paige, squashing Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. We all did. Now, there is a story that's being told, but it didn't have to go down like that. So there is that. Uh, at NWA Empower this past weekend, last week. Sorry, I didn't cover that. I'm sorry, I didn't cover the pay-per-view. Um, awesome Kong returned to save Gail Kim. They reunited in the ring, and then Kong announced her retirement. And this is great. These two kind of, these two really help usher in women's wrestling in America. Not the WWE and their their made-up women's revolution. It was TNA and their women's division putting women's wrestling on the map in America. And at the forefront of that was Gail Kim. And awesome calm. Don't let anybody else tell you differently. Uh, Sasha still isn't cleared 
uh, to return out on the road. They're kind of hoping she'll be at least there for Madison Square Garden, but we don't know what's up with Sasha right now. Um, and we just, you know, hope all is well. Uh, AEW might have to move full gear. As you know, this is their fourth pay-per-view. They run four pay-per-views a year. Revolution, Double or Nothing, All Out, four, full gear. I mean, the reason they might have to move it is because there's a lot of competition going on. Uh, UFC is running a show in Madison Square Garden, and that show is loaded. Um, so you don't want to really compete with that. That's just how it goes sometimes. Um, it's best to move it around. They'll probably move it to November 13th. So we'll see. If you watched Raw this past week, you would have noticed uh, some something interesting going down between Charlotte and Nia. Uh, their match was rough, and it kind of looked like it turned into a shoot. Um, there was some miscommunication, obviously. You can tell that, and things got a little heated because they started throwing actual punches. Charlotte's chop block on Nia did not look great. And then she started slapping Nia in the face. And Nia said, don't do that. Charlotte <laughs> did it again. And Nia gave her a three-piece with the biscuits. I enjoyed all of this. They started working stiff with each other. And the, the kicker, the end of this is that Nia won clean. So after the miscommunication, after the little tiff with each other, the match still ended as planned. So it was planned for Nia to win clean. Also, that powerbomb she gave Charlotte looked like it hurt. And it's so funny, reading the comments, everybody put all of the blame on Nia. Because, she, yeah, she does have a history of injuring opponents. But if Nia was really that bad to work with, she would have been fired. And Charlotte has also injured opponent, opponents as well. And now they get a, there's a title match next week. Save this shit for Extreme Rules, dog. Put them in an Extreme Rules match and let them fuck each other up. Uh, Bobby Lashley now has broken in a very important record. He is now the longest reigning black WWE champion in the company's history. Uh, you're going, well, wow. How many black WWE champions have they had? They've had three. Just three. The Rock, Kofi Kingston, and Bobby Lashley. So Lashley's reign uh, is now past 180. He's at 100 and, at the time of the writing, he's at 183 days. So it's a little bit longer than that. I uh, wish we could get more black uh, WWE champions in the company. Uh, speaking of the NXT brand I mentioned earlier, the WWE is not giving the NXT superstars any details about the rebrand. All we know is who the top heels will be. Um, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Roderick Strong. And we got the new symbol, the paint, whatever, what the fuck. That's it. That's all, that's all, that's all we know. And they'll be going back to live shows starting September 14th. There's a few more shows that were taped. And that's when the rebrand will go officially into effect with the new logo with whatever color schemes they have um it has been noted that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard will be producing NXT so this isn't great news uh 
they'll be looking booking the big stuff not the small stuff um and remember how they said that you know nx uh, nxt is always on vince's radar we know that wasn't true because you're you're definitely going to see the difference on september 14th and the months ahead you're going to see and once this news came out r.i.p nxt started trending It's a wrap. We know what this means. We know what happens when Vince McMahon is going to get involved. The the black and girl brand that we know is dead and gone. And um, it sucks. Really, really sucks. So, fuck Vince McMahon. AEW has actually made multiple contract offers to Kurt Angle, and he's turned them down. Um, maybe when Kurt gets healthier, he might, you know, dip his toes in AEW. Asuka is actually injured. So she uh, tweeted out, she's at the dentist, she got some new teeth. But in the picture she tweeted, her arm is actually in a sling. And uh, yeah, Asuka's injured. We don't know what the injury is, but we'll see. Uh, And some really good news. WWE is planning to make WrestleMania 38 next year in Dallas a two-night event. And guess what? This is awesome. WrestleMania doesn't need to be a six, seven-hour affair. The two-night event starting with the pandemic WrestleMania and then this year's WrestleMania works. It fucking works. You can now, you can schedule eight matches a night, six to eight matches a night, and they mean something. People won't get burned out. This should be the plan moving forward with all all WrestleManias. Um, in some sad news, Daphne Unger, um, legendary women's wrestler, passed away, and it looks like it most likely had was due to suicide. Um, she went live on Instagram and just it was really, really disturbing, and immediately. Um, the proper authorities were called, and about a day later, it was announced that she was passed. She's passed away. Um, mental health is a serious thing. Talk to somebody, make the phone calls, check on people, um, and it just it sucks. Uh, there is a physical pro wrestling hall of fame being planned for New York City. Vince McMahon was never into the idea of a, of a physical Hall of Fame because Vince McMahon's a fucking dumbass. Why would you not have a, an actual physical Hall of Fame? Uh, what we know about it is that it was planned last year. COVID happened. Um, we'll see who's involved. Will it be for one specific company? Or will it be for the entire world of wrestling globally? The Miz will be on season 30 of dancing with the stars yeah and i feel like this is probably why he was out but it's dope adam cole is no longer with the wwe and part of the reason was he would not give up his twitch channel um and he's he's like i'm not doing this shit and i'm with him he called it non-negotiable the higher-ups in the WWE weren't 
excited to talk to him about it in general because they didn't have much leverage on the situation. So down Adam Cole's a free agent. Where will he go? Kind of hope he goes to Impact. He doesn't need to go to AEW. AEW straight. I'm hoping he goes to Impact actually. But that is the news for the week, and we shall be uh, right back. And we are back. So, um, I'm still not really going to review Raw, but I'm going to take a, a minute or two to just take a look at it. Um, show was kind of different, but still wasn't really entertain. wasn't really entertaining. I still don't care. We got more Parade of Challengers in the opening segment, and none of the advertised matches, Lashley versus Sheamus, Miz versus Morrison, and even Marie versus Piper Nevin actually happened. They just didn't happen. WWE does this all the fucking time. So anytime they say we have a scheduled match, I assume it's not going to happen. Um, Damian Priest retained his United States Championship, an open challenge against, uh, ooh, excuse me, against Sheamus Andrew McIntyre. Um, it was a very, very good match. Um, and Damian Priest actually pinned Drew instead of Sheamus. So there's there's that rub right there. Guess we're trying to remake Damian Priest into a star after failing him after WrestleMania. Um, obviously, we talked about what happened with Nia and Charlotte and Nia winning clean. And now there's a title match next week. That's the only thing I really care about. That's it. Raw gets a fist. Wasn't bad. Wasn't good. Uh, NXT. Saray beat Mandy Rose by countout after Mandy feigned an injury. Um, after she took a drop kick to the face from Saray, uh, JC and Gigi covered her face with the towel and got her to the back. Later on, Saray was jumped by JC and Gigi, so we got some more shenanigans going on. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly beat Duke Hudson. Imperium beat Drake Maverick and his debuting tag team partner, Grayson Waller. Waller's like full of energy. Uh, we'll see where this goes. It's kind of a nice role reversal of what uh, what Drake was doing with can't remember his former tag team partner, Killian Dane. Um, so we'll see what happens there. LA Knight beat Johnny Gargano after some shenanigans happened between Gargano and Loomis. Uh, Indy is trying to get Johnny and Loomis to really care about each other. More so Johnny and Loomis. Uh, and Johnny lost because um, he kind of got sucked in. It was going for the, you know, the no look uh, high five. LA Knight followed up on the match. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez beat Jesse Kamea, and Roderick Strong beat Akimanjiro, and in our main event, Tommaso Ciampa and Rich beat Rich Holland after Rich Holland let his emotions get the better of him. Um, he Ciampa was attacked afterwards because um, Thatcher wasn't there. Rich Holland took out Thatcher last week, and MSK made the save, and they'll be defending their tag team championships next week versus uh, Oni Larch and Danny Bergen. Danny Birch, where did I get Bergen from? NXT gets a thumb. It was entertaining. Dynamite's opening match, Santana Ortiz beat FTR. And this match really never got out of second gear. Um, I think part of it has to do with Cash Wheeler's injury. So there will be a rubber match, which will be the match to steal the show. 
let you know what they're saying for 2.0 and their son Daniel Garcia attacked Sting and Darby Allen so CM Punk made the save and we got the first GTS in seven years well if you don't count that uh, secret time that Punk showed up at a indie show in a mask and hit a GTS Tony Schiavone interviews MJF and JR interviews Y2J for their scheduled match at All Out We'll get to that later. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs beat Brian Cage with some interference from Ricky Starks and Hooks. So hopefully this feud is fucking done. Team Taz can move on to somewhere else and we can do something else with Brian Cage. Uh, and something that nobody cares about. The Gun Club turned heel and attacked Paul White. Nobody cares. Nobody. Ty Conti beat Penelope Ford. This was following up from her loss last week from Rampage. After Ty won, uh, Penelope and the Bunny attacks Ty Conti until <sighs> the former love of my life returns. Anna Jay returns to make the save and she's announced for the Battle Royal. Tay J is back together. Anna Jay is so fine. Oh my God. Thunder Rosa got jumped by Jade Cargo, Nyla Rose, and Nyla went down. Uh, Jade, not, uh, Thunder Rosa went down swinging, and they'll all be in the Battle Royal as well. And in our main event, the Elite beat the Lucha Brothers and the Jurassic Express in a very good eight-man tag match. This was very, very good because everybody in the ring are very good, especially the Phoenix and Penta. Guys are fucking amazing. Um, after the match, the, the, the steel cage was lowered, the Jurassic Express was thrown out of the ring, and the Lucha Bros and Christian were killed by the Elite and Kenny Omega. Just killed. Just absolutely, absolutely killed inside the steel cage. It's a good way to end the show for the go-home show for All Out. Night I might get the thumb up. On, over on SmackDown, the Usos beat the Usos and Street Usos and the Street Profits ended in a no contest. This was a championship contenders match. This shit will continue. Okay. Um, Paul Heyman gets a call from Brock Lesnar. Also, Paul Heyman's ringtone for Brock Lesnar is Brock's ringtone. And pretty much Brock tells Paul that he'll be there next week at Madison Square Garden. And the Biggie taunts Paul. Just letting letting him know that uh Yeah, I got the money in the bank briefcase, dog. What, what, tell Roman to watch his back. Paul then tells Roman that Brock will be at Madison Square Garden. And Roman's like, I'm gonna still smash him. So now we got a role reversal. Um, Becky makes it clear that she's pretty much a bad guy, and she's got to keep doing more and more and more. She can't be, she can't be doing heel like Tennessee's and still getting cheered like Stone Cold or Eddie Guerrero. She's got to be bad, and she's keep, she's dodging Bianca. So uh, they're doing a good job. Bianca came out and let her know what's going to happen. And their match, their, they will have a match at Extreme Rules. They will sign a contract next week in Madison Square Garden as well. Um, Cesaro beat Rollins by Seth Rollins by DQ. Um, Rollins was doing a lot of Edge's stuff and continued to beat on Cesaro. Edge made the save, and they will have a match next week in Madison Square Garden. So I'm expecting Rollins to actually win that match. I am. The KO show with Baron Corbin and Logan Paul it ends with K uh, KO getting taken out by Baron, by, sorry, by Happy Corbin 
And this was the first time that they actually used Logan Paul, right? Because nobody wants to cheer for his bitch ass. Um, I was hoping he was going to get a stunner from KO, but we'll see what happens. Um, Sonya keeps ignoring Naomi. And I'm hoping this leads to Naomi snapping and telling Sonya to acknowledge her. And we can put Son no, we can put Naomi in the bloodline. That's what I want. The Usos attacked Finn Balor before his Universal Championship match against Roman Reigns. Balor put up a great fight, but in the end, he lost. He was choked out uh, via the guillotine. And as Roman was making his way back to the ring, there was a quick red... Um, the lights turned red, and you could hear a heartbeat. And he caught Roman by surprise just for a quick minute, and then he kept leaving. I think they're teasing, they're teasing the demon. They're teasing Demon Finn, and I'm all for it. The Demon Finn needs to beat Roman if they're going to bring back the demon. The demon only has one loss, and that is to Samoa Joe. That's it. Samoa Joe is the only person to beat the demon. SmackDown gets a fist. It was neither here nor there. It's a couple rematches. Um, but the stuff that works, works. We had a Tony Storm appearance. We had Liv and Carmella doing something weird. Our matches of the week, um, the United States United States Championship Open Challenge, uh, Damian Priest versus Sheamus and versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, I'm sorry, I like the Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair match. I like that intensity, that shoot fight feel that they had to it. So I'm throwing it up here. Uh, from NXT, Tommaso Ciampa versus Ridge Holland over on Dynamite. Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford and the Elite versus the Lucha Brothers and the Jurassic Express. And from SmackDown, the Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor. Those are all matches you should check out. And our star of the week is, it's got to be Damian Priest for winning clean and pinning Drew McIntyre. So yeah, that was everything for the week and we'll be back with our all out preview. All out, boy. Um, obviously, there is one thing that we definitely know about that we know about AEW pay per views. They will be long. <laughs> this is so. All out was taking place in Chicago, Illinois, at the Now Arena. Um. Start time is eight o'clock, but there will be a there will be a buy-in. But let's just let's just jump and in, jump into it. So let's start with the uh, buy-in, which is the pre-show. We have two matches scheduled for the pre-show. The first one is the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Utah teaming up with the Jurassic Express to take on the team of the Hardy family office Matt Hardy and Private Party and the Hybrid 2 um, I like nearly everyone involved here um, Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy have been feuding for a minute and uh, the General Express needed something to do since they didn't win the Tag Team Championship uh, tournament so put them with the best friends hfo they're like that mid card stable who if you beat them you look good if you 
lose to them, it doesn't really matter because they're still solid enough. And I like the hybrid too. They're kind of been the they've they've kind of been that lower mid card tag team that you know are good, but rarely will move to the top. I would like to see them move to the top. Angelico and Jack Evans are very very good in the ring. As for the winners. I think it's very obvious that the best friends in Jurassic Park, Jurassic Express are winning this match to kind of start the show off right. I, I would like this to be the first match on the. I would like this to be the first match on the pre-show. Actually, I was I I was mistaken. There's only this is the only match in the pre-show. It looks like the battle royale will be on the pre-show. I mean, be on the main show, which means there are nine matches on the main show. Hmm. Okay. Well, moving to said battle royale, this is the 21 woman casino battle royale for an AEW Women's World Championship match, and our entrants are Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Carl Sheeta, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargo, Kiara Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, Jimmy Hader, Anna J, Riho, Sky Blue, and one woman who is to be determined. Um, I actually don't know who Sky Blue is. So we're going to move over to Twitter to see what Dickhead Dave Meltzer reported. Oh, so okay, it looks like Sky Blue wrestled Red Velvet on looks like an episode of Dark and he had a good match. I'm good with that. Uh, is this the entire AEW roster of women? Let's just take a look. Ah, the bunny and looks like yeah, this like is the entire roster of women that are in the championship match. This is good. Um, that to be determined, I am making the assumption that it is Ruby Soho, formerly Ruby Riot. And the thing I like about AEW is anybody can be beat anybody, and anybody can be a challenger made to look great so if any of these women won this match probably i would say probably with the exception of probably with the exception of julia hart sky blue and kiera hogan since she's not under contract any of these women could could win and look like a formidable formidable challenger for whoever whoever the coming women's world champion is um I wouldn't even be upset if any of these women won. Not a single one. I would even Sky Blue, and I have no idea who she is. So picking the winner is hard. So you have to go by process of elimination. I don't think Ty and Anna are gonna win because you, you wanna really put them back in the tag team and kind of have them start feuding with Penelope and the bunny. So I like that. Let's, so let's cancel out the Bunny, Penelope Ford, Anna J, Ty Conte. Bam. Um, I don't think Sky Blue is going to win. I don't think Jamie Hayter and Rebel are going to win. Or Emi Sakura. Or Abaddon or Kiera Hogan. Or Kylan King. 
So that leaves Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Diamante, Red Velvet, Sheeta, Jade Cargill, Layla Hirsch, and Ruby Soho. Now, if you really want to establish Ruby as a star, she will win the match. But I think I think the smart choice here depends on who's winning the women's title match. So let's say Britt retains. I don't think they're going to immediately jump into Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa was just attacked by Nyla Rose and Jade Cargo. So I think that actually cancels them out. Those three out. So you need a face for Britt. Think I will go with Sheeta to win this match. And if Chris Statlander wins, you need a heel. Ruby Soho. Actually, next we don't know if Ruby's gonna be a face or a heel. Hmm. Actually, I'm gonna stick with no matter who the champion is, I'm gonna pick Sheeta to win. I'm actually going to pick Sheeta to win. And I like that. First of all, I like that the Battle Royale is um, on the main show. Because usually you put Battle Royales on the pre-show. and But a lot of the men's Battle Royales have been on the main show. I mean, personally, I will prefer this on the pre-show so other matches can be time to breathe. So you got to have a squash. But I'm going to still go with Sheeta to win. I would actually really like for Kyle McKinney. Um, next up, we got John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Mox was originally supposed to face Tanahashi. Check. So he was originally supposed to face Tanahashi, but COVID, whatever's going on, um, they got the legend that is Satoshi Kojima. And... You're not going to see me complain at all. The forbidden door is open, so use the forbidden door. I'm with it. As for the winner of this match, uh, I'm going to take Mox. Mox like never loses. Uh, he has, and he already has a working relationship with New Japan, so take Mox to win this. Um, in a match that honestly most of us really don't care about. Paul White versus QT Marshall. QT will be accompanied by Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. And this straight up needs to be a squash. This does not need to go more than five minutes. Ring the bell. QT Marshall tries. Paul White with the fist. One, two, three. This match is over. Done. The Gun Club will probably play a role here. And that's okay. Like, do they really need to, to be play a role in this? I mean, they, they did attack. I keep wanting to say the Big Show. <laughs> like, I keep wanting to say Big Show and it's Paul White. 
but take Paul and the squash, okay? Chris Jericho versus MJF. Here is the first time where I really don't know who's going to win. So if Jericho loses, he has to retire. So with stipulations like that, it makes you think that they makes you think that Jericho's gonna win because that almost always happens. Nobody ever actually retires. But MJF has beaten Jericho three straight times. Three. Jericho's gotta get a win back, right? He's got to. But here's the thing: if Jericho wins, MJF then has to get his win back. See, I need this feud to be over and done with. My head says MJF. But the other half of my head says Jericho's not going to retire. These two have been going at it for quite, quite, quite a, quite a, quite a long while. And I really want this to be over, over and done with. <sighs> Reluctantly, I'm going to take Jericho to win. Reluctantly, I'm going to take Jericho to win. But I really do want this feud to be over and done with. I just do. The TNT. You know what? Let me stop right there. Because that was the first half of the card. That's the first half. Those are, the, I'm not going to say lesser than, but there are no titles on the line here. And they don't also, these matches don't involve CM Punk. So, let's take a break. There are two matches that were supposed to happen. Two, right? So, it's Mox versus Tanahashi. Oh, okay. No, no. We were supposed to get Andrade versus Pac. This is supposed to be Andrade's second match in um, AEW in his first match on the pay-per-view. But COVID, travel issues, whatever, Pac can't wrestle. So instead of giving Andrade a mystery opponent, Tony Khan said, listen, what we'll do. We'll do Andrade versus Pac at a different time and we'll have it on Rampage. And I like that. I like that he didn't put it on Dynamite. I like that it's going to be on Rampage, which makes Rampage seem important. And Rampage, right now, seems important. I mean, the first show, Kenny Omega defended the Impact World Championship on there. Brett Baker defended the Women's World Title on there. Um, CM Punk's been on there. Darby Allin, they put, their, they put in their big stars on there, Moxley. And they have said... That they're not going to treat Rampage as a secondary show, but as an extension to Dynamite. That I like. So Andrade versus Pac main eventing Rampage, I'm here for it. Now, you will notice something. There's a very specific uh, cowboy not on this show. And of course, we're speaking of Hangman Page. And I'm actually happy that Hangman's not on the show. 
and they're telling a phenomenal story with Hangman. Hangman loses he loses that title opportunity to take on Kenny. Because you can't just have him win and then get the shot. You've got to build it up. We've all known time and again that this is kind of going to spoil um, the AEW World title match, but we want it to be Hangman Page to take the title off of Kenny. And by not having Hangman Page on the show, his presence is felt. And he hasn't even been on Dynamite in a couple weeks, and I'm, I'm cool with that. Now I'm back to our regularly scheduled program. The TNT Championship, God's favorite champion, Miro, defending against the Mad King, Eddie Kingston. Um, this feud kind of really just happened like three weeks ago. But these two have done a really, really good job building it up. Miro has called out Eddie Kingston. He wants the Mad King. And Eddie's like, I know the chink in your arm. It's your neck. Everything I do is come. I'm coming for your neck. And don't worry, I got the DDT and that arsenal as well. And he told Miro this past uh, night on Rampage to redeem these nuts. See, I like that TNT will allow um, AEW to be edgy. I like that they're allowed to be adults. Because as an adult, I would tell a nigga to redeem these nuts. Miro, you're the, you, you're, you're the redeemer? Redeem these nuts, nigga. As for the winner... Um, this is another match that I don't want it to go long. Ten minutes is perfect. These two, two dudes just need to come out and just attack each other. I'm going to take Miro to win and retain. That's what I want. I want Miro to win and retain. Um, and just to keep pressing on, pressing forward as the TNT champion until he eventually loses to somebody else. And the thing I like about the TNT Championship is it's going to, after after it was taken off of Brody and Cody, it was used to get people over. So Cody to Brody to Cody to Darby, and Darby have elevated it, and then Darby loses to Miro. And now we're elevating Miro. And at some point, I think the title is going to be moving, moved over to Malachi Black. See, that's the thing about AEW's roster. There are too many great main defenders on here. You got Kenny, Christian, Miro, Cody, Mox, Jericho, MJF, Andrade, Malachi Black, CM Punk, um, and, a, and a, uh, probably a debuting American Dragon. Wink, wink. Darby. Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy, Pac. Their roster is fucking stacked. But I'm going to take Miro. Then we have the Steel Cage match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And I'm going to just let you know right now, off the rip, I am picking the fucking Lucha Brothers to win this match. Um, I like I like the Bucks as the heel as these cocky fucking dickheads. I like it a lot. And 
this match is going to be phenomenal. If you remember the first time these two dudes, these two teams fought, they stole the show. And this match essentially could steal the show. These two teams know each other so fucking well. It is it's ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. The moves that's going to happen. It could just be go, 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 go with very little rest in this match. And that's okay. I'm still picking the Lucha Bros after they got murdered this past week on Dynamite. The AEW Women's World Championship. As much, as much, as much, as much as I love Chris Statlander, it's obvious that Britt's going to win. It's very, very obvious that Britt's going to win. I told you, I think Britt Baker's overrated. Um... She hasn't helped elevate talent. I'm not gonna put all of that on her, but Britt's gonna win. She's gonna she's gonna be down in this match. There's gonna be a few moments where where it looks like Chris Statlander is going to win, but Britt's gonna walk out the champion, so we can start building up to her versus Thunder Rosa. I think Britt will get one more challenger, and that's obviously whoever wins the Casino Battle Royal. But by the end of the year, we're gonna start heating up Britt versus Thunder Thunder Rosa. Um, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Probably the most anticipated wrestling match of the year. CM Punk's first match in seven years. And I, I think it's great that his opponent is Darby Allen. So, who's going to win the match? I am going to surprise you. I am actually picking Darby Allen to win. I'm picking Darby to win. And here's why. Darby's star is rising. CM Punk can take the loss. He's been out of the ring for seven years. I wouldn't expect expect for someone to be out of the ring for seven years to come back and win the match. I just wouldn't. Darby can help... Um, guide CM Punk a little and it's not saying that CM Punk needs to be guided CM Punk's a veteran in this business but he's got to shake off some ring rust I just I, I like Darby winning here because if Darby here's the thing they picked a good opponent in Darby because if Darby does win he won't get booed and it'll be a hard fought victory CM Punk wins is great he won his first match back in 7 years but I like Darby to get the W and maybe what we can do here is we can use just the kind of just elevate Darby just a quick minute to a quick program versus Kenny or Christian. Because in our main event, we have the AEW World Championship match. And I'm just letting you know right now, um, Kenny Omega is winning this match. They had Christian defeat him for the Impact World Championship just to show that Christian can beat Kenny, which is great. Kenny's leaving here as champion. I don't think that's ever in doubt. I don't think that was ever in question that Kenny's going to walk out champion. The match will be good. These are two veterans of the industry, and they might even tease that Christian has a shot. Hit it on prettier, a reverse DDT, a frog splash, but Kenny's walking away the champion. There will definitely be some fucking shenanigans because the one thing that AEW does a lot is interference, and that I'm tired of. Sometimes you just need a clean finish. Like, Miro versus Eddie Kingston, that will be a clean match. It won't, won't be any shenanigans there. It won't be any cheating. They're just going to beat the fuck out of each other. But Kenny versus Christian, there's going to be some shenanigans. 
and Kenny's gonna win. He's gonna walk out champion, and that's okay. As for our surprises of the night, Ruby Soho, and I think we will see Brian Danielson here tonight. Not Adam Cole because his contract, I don't think it's been 30 days yet, but we will we will see Brian Danielson um, Sunday night. The card looks good. Um, the matches that you that I would say will be able to carry the show are the Steel Cage Tag Team Championship match, CM Punk and Darby Allin and Christian Cage versus Kenny. It's, it's not going to be a great, I don't think, wrestling show, but it'll be a great story-driven show. Um, I'm excited for the Women's Battle Royal. I'm happy the women are getting a spotlight. And I'm ready. I am I am ready. All Out is in Chicago, one of the best wrestling cities in the country. Let's do this. So I gave you my picks. I gave you my winners. And that's it. That is the all out preview for you. Thank you for listening as always. We've I've had a little setback in building my blog or and or website. Um, I was going back and forth between Tumblr and WordPress and I started on Tumblr and I just wasn't feeling it. So um, I'm moving over to WordPress and I'm building it and I want to have the website up by the end of the year. Well, starting next year. But while that's going on, I'm going to be focusing on the YouTube channels and getting those ready as well. Next year, we're going to be doing great things. Um, next week, we're going to be looking at um, has WWE made any new stars? And we ask this question a lot. Are there new stars? In the women or men's division? Find out next week. Catch me on Instagram. Charismatic underscore creations 52. Catch me on Twitter at the 215. And uh, Zaya Lee, I am looking forward to your main roster call up. And holla at your boy. Peace.